Well, hello, and welcome to the 1L2N podcast. I am Amy, and I'm joined by some lovely people, including Missy. Hey, hey. Mike. Hey, hey, hey. Tommy. Hey, 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 hey. And our very special guest, Liam. Yo. <laughs> we are a family of weirdos and a group of creatives going through the story writing process, and we're bringing you along for the ride. So let's get into it. Michael, I heard you had something that you created that is just beautiful and a masterpiece. It is a beautiful masterpiece. First of all, I just want to say that I finally have good internet, and it's like the greatest thing in the world. Yay! Uh, did you we're check so that? Excited. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> yes, I did. I checked it off the list. So, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Whoa. what that means for the podcast is I will now talk even more than I already do. Oh, no. So, oh, we miscalculated, no. guys. <laughs> No. Yeah. There's nothing we can do. There was like a two oh, second delay before, but now there's like a point one second delay. Oh, it's glorious. Glorious. Mm. I think it, what if we there were some parts where it was way more than a two second delay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. this is all from my perspective. Oh. So oh, true, true, true. Great. I have oh, not nice. dropped once in anything, so things are starting to come together. I this weekend built a really crappy vocal booth and i am so proud of it it's made out of packing blankets and pvc pipe and uh little squares that are hung on the ceiling and i'm in it currently and it's just like a warm little recording cave and i'm so happy and uh it's going to be very necessary for you know doing voiceovers and stuff you want a really dead environment um like our souls now very important question <laughs> How- can you run the ac while you're in that booth Oh, you sweet oh. summer child! <laughs> no, you you will sweat to death. So okay. uh, that's it's like be a fun, fun sauna. Oh, yeah. right there you go. You're having a special fun sauna adventure. Fun? I said fun Question sauna. <laughs> yeah, fun like, <laughs> to make Hold it up. to make it more desirable. <laughs> what do you mean? You can't so, uh, get half naked and enjoy the the dampness. Well, I am always half naked while recording, so it doesn't matter. He's probably also always very damp too. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yes. no. Well, he's just, just damp, damp all person. the time anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, destroyed. Um, I think that uh, so if, if people don't know, I live in a very small space. I have about 210 square feet. So creating a vocal booth, I had to have it collapsible. Um, I also have a wife who hates how much recording equipment I have. So <laughs> I I have not shown her this yet. It takes up <laughs> the majority of the space. <laughs> so it's going to be very fun when she looks at it and goes, I want a divorce. So when does she come home? <laughs> um, she will be here on Friday. Yeah. So you have until oh, Friday to either Wait. pack it all back up or to enjoy the last few days of your married life uh, yeah. by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> She's already complained. Like I used to rag on her for buying, you know, shoes and like tools. And she loves tools and like all this kind of stuff. And then she stopped buying stuff, and I started for this whole One L Two N project. And every time she comes, there's something new. And last time she came, there was these two giant studio monitors, and uh, she just looked at them. And she said, "Those are really big." And I was like, "Yep." They are. And I kind of was just like, let's change the subject. So. You should have you been like, hey, I heard you want some new shoes. Let's go shopping. No, 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 no. I'm not going to spend my money on her shoes. Come on. <laughs> she can I spend mean, okay. her money on shoes. 
Just like I can spend my money on studio monitors. (laughs) She's going to come home and your entire space is going to be just filled with monitors. It's going to be like... She's going to come home and Mike's going to immediately say, wait, 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 I can explain. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's pretty much every time (laughs) she sees me. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I have about a year of this left, though. So it's, it's only like... We get to see each other like once every two weeks um, because of my schooling situation, her work situation. But once I graduate, uh, she gets to move back in and then um, we just get to fight over space the whole time. So it's going to be great. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. Anyway. That... Does, um, uh, does Memo, do you think she's going to like the destroy space? or do you think she's going to be pretty chill with it? Memo is kind of a flexible cat. Um, I mean, she's scared of absolutely anything new, but as soon as it's been there for like five minutes, she's like, oh, okay, it's not going to hurt me. <laughs> so well, I think right now she's kind of annoyed, but you know, she's a cat. Yeah. They're always annoyed. This is true. Can yeah. she climb up things? Because she only has true. three legs, right? Yes. So she, she has very good claws, unfortunately. Um, so she climbs up everything, including our legs. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, we, we've got like carpet and stuff all over the place, strategically like placed out. My desk that I uh, have all this recording equipment on, and the cat bed, and her you know food bowl because our dog would eat all the food if we put it on the floor. Mm. So I've slowly taken over her space as well. <laughs> so it's just yeah. But she doesn't necessarily see us taking over. She'll just move into her newly adapted space. Yeah, but if she disagrees, she has the claws yeah. and the yelling. Exactly. <laughs> well, it looks good. I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You. Uh, well, no, we can't say that. You can't because they don't. They can't know. They can't know. Mike sent us a picture <laughs> that we already knew. Cut it out. The illusion is broken, Melissa. <laughs> the fifth wall. The fifth wall. That's not how the fifth wall works, guys. Yeah, because there's only four. It's the only. Wow. Yeah, it's the, it's the fourth one. Guys, you definitely um, okay. What? No, go ahead. No, I was just say it definitely looks like something that you um learned from Papa. That's mm. for sure. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately thought oh, of yeah. him. Well, I tried to figure out what would like really dampen sound and not just like get rid of the reflections, but I needed it to dampen um, for a vocal booth. And uh, this seemed to be the best option from what I saw online. And some people were like, oh, we made it out of PVC pipe and, and you know, packing quilts. And I went, okay, I'm going to go out and buy a bunch of stuff. And then I just figured it all out myself without watching their videos, mm-hmm. which maybe I should have watched them. Cause no, no, it's more fun to figure it out yourself. It really is. <laughs> I've got this like weird thing where I think it, I don't know if it's like built into humans I think it's because we're hunter gatherers by nature, but I sometimes get excited when I'm going to go to a store to buy like one stupid little part. Like I'll plan my day around it. I'll be like, okay, all right. Yeah. I get to go shopping and I get to buy one connector for PVC pipe. And I'm like, yes, I, I accomplished my hunter gathering for the day. Cause you know, we're so <laughs> like spoiled that going and sh- doing retail therapies what really drives us as a society anymore that's me with office supplies oh yeah that's me with like crafting supplies a hundred percent i'm like i have to get new wood stain oh yes i'm so excited 
see, I think it's a little different for me. Whenever I go out and I get a tool, it's like, oh, I feel like a man. <laughs> yeah, look at me. I'm getting a tool. <laughs> I'm like, are you proud, Dad? Look at this. I can fit it in my pocket. Dad's like, I already <laughs> like have the- three of those. Why didn't you just ask to borrow one of mine? I'm like, oh, yeah, no. I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> you can borrow it once, but if you need to borrow it again, you have to ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. weird rules. <laughs> okay, but then then if it's missing like three years later he'll be like dom where did you buy it and he'll be like what, yeah. are you, what are you talking about he's like remember when you borrowed that he's like yeah three years ago yeah well you misplaced it <laughs> it doesn't make even sense. live with you <laughs> yeah it doesn't make sense how he remembers something like that as well it's just like his brain activates and he's like, someone stole my tool three years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah. There were such specific things from so long ago. It never made sense. And he doesn't care about the two backups he already has. It's just yep. that one <laughs> that he's one. missing. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. Yeah. Nailed it. Watch, I just have to make sure that everything is in order and, and is perfect and looks good and it goes where it goes. And you're like, Dad, it's, it's fine. We'll find it. <laughs> We will find it for you. Don't you worry. It's usually in the most odd spots, too. I had to look for a tool for dad, and he's like, it's around here. I know it is. And I was like, I, I don't know. Whatever reason, whenever he says it's around here, I mean, I'm like, it's not around here. So I went to the like exact opposite end, and I looked under something. I'm like, it's over here, dad. And he's like, what? How, how did it get over there? I heard it land over here. So usually it's how the, the, the hunting for tools goes. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't even count the amount of times as a kid I would go downstairs because he'd be like, hey, hey. I'm like, what? He's like, I lost something. I need your help. <laughs> I, need your I need your eyes. I need your eyes. I need you to look for something. I need your yeah. hands. I need your feet. So you always need something. Wait, what? <laughs> you always need some, one of them. It needs your feet? Why? Yeah, I have the feet. Stand on something like they use a ladders or something, you know? Oh, oh. Or like yeah. a counterbalance. Yeah. But it's the way right, he says yeah. it. I need your feet. Why? Oh, because huh? I need you to stand on this thing so you can counterbalance so I don't fall over. Oh. Yeah, but a lot said, of times. I need your help. It's not even that. He's just like, he's like, don't worry about it. I just need your feet. Come downstairs. <laughs> and you're like, uh. You're like, I don't know if I want <laughs> Hey guys, guess what I watched this week? What? Which I finished this week. What'd you watch? I watched Loki. Yay, finally! It only took you three years. Okay, first of all. Three whole years. First of all, I wanted to finish Clone Wars, which I sort of did. I'm waiting for um, Liam and Misty to come over so we can all watch it together. Oh, the last segment? Or arc? Yeah, the last segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I decided, okay, well, in the meantime, what could I watch? And Loki was the answer. And I watched it. And <sighs> what a dream. <laughs> Lo- okay. Okay. You're but not wrong. <laughs> he really is. Tom Hiddleston with yeah. age is just getting. I know. He gets smoky. He is a fine I mean, wine, just getting oh. better with age. I was like, I just, I, I had to look up Tom, Tom Hiddleston, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the first thing I noticed, I was like, oh, they really changed his hairline because, well, I mean, age probably changes hairline, but <laughs> they, they didn't do anything to, to like fix that at all, which I thought was really interesting. Cause I was like something so different about him. Like, yeah, he looks older, but I was like, what is it? I went back after and I looked at pictures. I was like, oh, it's his hairline. His hairline is completely different to the other Lokis, but I guess because 
if he's a variant that like makes yeah. sense so eh, whatever it's okay if his this loki looks different right yeah he can have his own look because he's his exactly own loki. exactly anytime i see this man without an overcoat and his tie i'm like <laughs> whoa that this man beautiful <laughs> i feel like i swoon over all the the marvel male characters i don't know what it is it's because they were cast by hollywood (laughs) to be perfect specimens like they really are i love that show okay missy you i know you had one big problem with the show i want to know what your one big problem was um give me a second to remember (laughs) um hold on it'll come to me I'm so grateful for the power of editing. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we're leaving this in. No, no, no. You're gonna look like a that. fucking idiot. No, please, no. <laughs> they don't need to know about my mental pause issue. Uh, I, sh- I knew I should have written it down. It was the is the, the one timeline okay, thing. Okay. Right? The so I, I knew, so, I knew, I knew this was gonna be her problem. Okay, go. So I. The story is great, but my problem with it is it makes the concept of free will not a thing, which means that everything that all the heroes did throughout this entire 20 movie franchise it means nothing. Like the whole storyline becomes meaningless if everything was already predestined to happen that way. So there can't be a hero's journey if that journey yeah, but we was didn't- written for you. We didn't know that that's how it was going to happen, right? So we're just seeing documentaries of the predestined timeline. So it's fine. And remember, this guy just came from the timeline, like the the, the main villain came from the timeline where the heroes all succeeded. Mm-hmm. So that's all I had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Well said. laughs> yeah, I... I I don't think it, it sort of like excludes the fact that they're. I also don't have anything else. Well, so he <laughs> took all the timelines and wove them together to get the, the timeline he wanted, which means. No, that was the that, timeline yeah. he was from, and he just wanted to keep that timeline pure. Oh, wait, really? See, that's not yeah. the impression that yeah, I got. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, I did no, not no, no. get that. He, he, he wanted specifically to keep his timeline intact. So mm-hmm. that is why anything that's outside of that little circle variant in that in the end of time mm-hmm. is another timeline trying to breach it because of the time wars happening. So he didn't care about like keeping one timeline specific. He cared about keeping his. Uh, See, I thought it wasn't his. I thought it was just like he f- like knows everything. And so he realized, oh, this timeline, it's not necessarily his timeline, but he goes this specific timeline. Is going to be the what? What do they call it? The ultimate timeline or the whatever. Like, the like the sacred, all the sacred, sacred timeline. Time, yeah, sacred, sacred timeline. timeline. Yeah. yeah. The, so the sacred timeline. I never thought that that was his specifically. It was just he looked through all the different possibilities and realized, okay, this timeline. I'm I'm choosing this one over here. This is the one that is the most sacred. No, I didn't realize that it was because, actually like his. Yeah, it's it's the sacred timeline, and it's his because at the very end, uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. He gets oh, killed. We already spoiled a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the very end, he gets killed. And mm-hmm. therefore, his timeline is now open up for other people to now invade, other copies of him in different multiverses. 
So his timeline would no longer be stable if he was killed or the Lokis could at that point take over and keep controlling that same timeline. And they chose not to. They chose to kill him. So I'm, I'm almost positive at the end of the episode, it is his timeline that he is protecting. And that is anything that's different from that is what he is shutting down with the TVA. But didn't, didn't he explain it in such a way that was like it? The only reason he's doing that is because he's seen what his other selves will do with all like this power and it's terrifying or whatever, or at least that's the excuse he gave. Yeah, exactly. He saw how all the different timelines were interacting with each other. And then he specifically found out about that, like dragon beast in the void or whatever it was called. And he used that power to control all the other timelines. Maybe I need to watch it again. It's like Aliath or Aleph or Alex. It's Alex. You're right. (laughs) There was the thing that I thought was interesting while watching this show was like, because it's Loki, you, I just never know what anybody's motivation is. And I don't know if we're being tricked or if they're being tricked or like what's going on. You know what I mean? So I was, I felt like really on edge watching the whole series. Cause I was like, all right, who's going to betray who, what's going to happen. There's going to be twists. Like, mm-hmm. so it was even like waiting for these things to happen. You still kind of hope like, I, you know, I still hoped that they would get together, or that they would kiss or whatever, but I'm also hopeless romantic. So like, whatever. I, so, but it, there was still a lot of like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Because it's Loki, you know? Well, I, I, I don't know how they did it. And I, uh, bravo to them for having some of the most simplistic dialogue at the end of that, where Loki says to Siv, like, you can't trust anybody and I can't be trusted. And it's so in your face with, like, the problem. No, it's not Siv, it's uh, Sylvia. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, Siv is, uh, yeah. So anyway, Sylvia, yeah, he basically just says to her that specific line of dialogue. And you go like, oh, man, they completely told me the main problem in dialogue but i actually really liked how they did it usually if they do something yeah. like that i go oh that's really cheesy and, and crappy but i don't know i just i really like that specific scene one. well i i think it makes it good because they were everyone's really they they were discussing loki's like main problem which is the idea that he could never be trusted and we as an audience knew that already he cannot be trusted so having that problem said out loud in dialogue didn't feel as as cheesy because the characters were well aware of that problem like yeah. everyone around him was well aware of that problem and I, I don't know i felt like they they wrote it very well so it was like oh wow this is you're telling me the problem but i'm still thinking about it so it's like good exposition mm. kind of yeah mm. i don't know for marvel <laughs> Uh, I will say I liked this because I thought it was such a different Marvel show um, and a Marvel vibe. Like I really enjoyed that. I'm really enjoying their shows in general because I feel like, although I guess winter birdie was like a little more kind of basic as far as the Marvel universe goes or more like the Marvel universe, but like WandaVision and this, I feel like they took so many risks and they, they did so many cool things to it that I, I don't know. I just thought it was, it was really well done. And I was actually really pleasantly surprised. I, I think one of my personal favorite aspects of it was the score. Um, mm, I remember yeah. watching mm-hmm. the first episode and at the beginning of the episode, 
I there was something about when Loki lands in Mongolia, it just looked weird and it kind of turned me off. And I was just like, oh, I think this is going to be bad. And as I kept watching the show and I was listening to the score, I got more and more into it. And then when the final credits came up for the first episode and it just had those really, really epic synths that were just filling all the sound space, I was like, oh my God, I want to hear more of this. And the fact (laughs) that every week it was like a little bit of a play on that specific theme or the other theme was, I guess the the more intense kind of like battle theme. I think it was battle theme that came in episode two or three, but it just like it changed every week and i went oh man that is so good to to not only create an awesome score but then to create multiple iterations of that and they all sound good and they all give you you know a specific purpose it's just um natalie holt did an awesome job i am really looking forward to to seeing what she does next like her being a uh, professional violinist you really hear it come out in all those compositions and I love that she doesn't go like the typical violin route and she just throws a bunch of effects on the violin throughout the entire score. So it like it feels otherworldly, but you can still tell it's a violin once you know it's a violin, I guess. It, it's I love her scoring. It's weird. It's fun. It's unique. It's especially unique for a Marvel product. Yeah. So I I want more. It fits so <laughs> well with the content too, to get like that spacey, weird time, oh, yeah. like yeah. also seventies vibe that you have from the TVA. Like everything just works so well throughout the, the whole the whole show in general. And I, I guess Marvel's just like the the top dog when it comes to making stories with a complete idea ahead of time because there's really not much marvel stuff that i haven't enjoyed um and they, there's a lot um, of all the iron man so you could just get rid of those i thought change my mind <laughs> i don't all the thors bro except for ragnarok <laughs> i can't believe yeah, yeah. okay ragnarok is one and two is not it they're not very i think good. two isn't it i actually really i well not really like i enjoy thor one i think thor two is bad thor one's boring I don't uh, think. Listen, yeah. um, it has Tom Hiddleston as Loki, so you shouldn't be bored. <laughs> it's boring. Have you seen it's that man? Boring. He's, he's a piece of eye candy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't enjoy eye candy. I was disappointed by Ragnarok in so many ways. <laughs> Ragnarok. Wow, was, really? Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah he did not like it. Like Ragnarok. Interesting. I thought it was exactly like what the Thor franchise kind of needed because the first two were very like semi traditional space opera type thing and very like and serious people hated it yeah it was they hated it it was not great um it, and then it was just Ragnarok like came out, the and then they hated that like, what the fuck do you want no i, th- I, I don't think ragnarok they was pretty good i think ragnarok, ragnarok was usually no. liked i think it was generally I, yeah. liked i've heard all, ever, all the people i know except for moms <laughs> like it at least like yeah, it or was, love it no i was gonna say that's a lot of people's favorite marvel film is Ragnarok. Yeah, it's definitely up there. But you mean it should be Infinity War, but whatever. We'll yeah, I know, yeah, I agree. Right. Totally. It totally should be. Uh, so love Ragnarok. What, what did you not like about Ragnarok? Um, I have a thing when you've dedicated a lot of time building characters as a part of a story, and then you just kill them off in between blinks without 
Oh. They spent all this time setting up, you know, the love interest, all this time setting up his four friends who are like his battle buddies and his closest allies. And then it's just boom, 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 they're all gone. And you don't even get to feel their deaths except for one of them barely. And the other ones you have to like freeze frame to catch, okay, are they even all in the scene where they died or... What, you know, they just kind of throw all the characters away in order to bring in new characters. If you're going to kill people off that you've established as, you know, key characters for a specific set of storylines, then at least do it a favor and give them, give their deaths some kind of acknowledgement. Like, it was just so fast. It was like, it felt to me like the writers just could not have cared less about those characters and just could not wait to get rid of them so that they could do something Mm. totally different. Yeah, I I do kind of see that. I think it it does suffer from the problem of look at how bad the bad guy is where, you know, his sister like immediately destroys his hammer and then kills all his friends. Mm -hmm. And it's just such an easy way to show like, oh, this person's strong. And I mean, even like Infinity War did it Mm -hmm. where in the very first scene, like Thanos is fighting the Hulk and just like totally punches him and, you know, makes him stumble. And that is a way to show like, oh, this bad guy's really bad. Yeah, Yeah. it's easy way to establish power. Yeah. So yeah, it does suffer from that. It didn't work for me. Like, for the way I like, and then they spent like, what, half of the movie on that trash planet that i i don't know i I don't necessarily enjoy it when a storyline kind of takes a detour and goes so in depth into something that has nothing to do with the actual plot itself like that whole that's my problem with thor one planet did way too long and then but that was part of like the storyline is how earth is connected and is part of the realms and whatnot Whereas with Ragnarok, it's just like, bad guy wasn't on, you know, sister wasn't on that at all. There was none. It was just, oh, here's some new characters, and then we're going to throw them away. And it just felt like, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm not explaining myself. I feel like I'm not explaining myself, but. No, you're fine. Um, I will say, I think some of the characters, like some of Thor's, like posse or whatever, mm-hmm. couldn't act. They were doing other projects. So I know, like, the one guy. Um, he was in um, Once Upon a Time, and he yeah. that became really popular, True. and so they like got rid of him because he he like his character in Once Upon a Time became really popular, so he could no longer do that part. Was, uh, I think Josh they switched Dallas, it, right? Yeah, 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 they they like switched it, and then I think they like immediately killed him off, which I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like they switched his character, the actor, like the actor, the actor. and then yeah. they like, yeah. killed him off, and I was like, well, right. which I'm fine with that. And just it happened so fast, I couldn't even tell it was happening, and just kind of felt like a cheap shot to them. So okay, this isn't mm. the same kind of example, but sort of is the beginning of Infinity War where the Thanos kills off Loki. Right? Imagine if he had just like. Picked him up and you could barely even tell it was Loki and threw him away. And then they, the characters all just kept going without you even acknowledging that Loki had died. And they, they just boom right into the action. And then you never talk about or hear about Loki again the rest of the movie. Like, I mean, that's how I feel like his, that, that's what happened but with But they gave character. him, even gave if him it was just 30 seconds moments, worth, like. they gave him enough screen time, screen time, screen time to show him trying to fight back. And you know it's Loki. And that you show his death. 
and you know for sure it's Loki and they're spending like camera time focused on it. And then you can show the character of Thor like visibly upset by what has just happened. Like you as the audience mm-hmm. know what's happening very clearly, who it's happening to, and have a, a moment to process the emotion for it. All of that was kind of missing from Ragnarok. If they had done that, I would have been okay with it. It just, they don't give you enough time to process what just happened before they just jump in right into the next thing. So I wasn't even sure who all had died. I will say, I think they were also trying to establish, hey, we're kind of rebooting what you think Thor is. And they were like, that was kind of like older versions of what Thor was. And so they were probably like, okay, moving on. We're going to, you know, and that's like, what just felt to, like, I mean, yeah, I'm not on. saying it's bad, uh, not a, I'm not saying it was a good idea, but I I also think like I know I know I don't know how to pronounce his name, the director, the ta ta Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, yeah, thank you. Um, I know him and Chris Hemsworth really wanted to remake Thor. I guess more based off of the comics or something. They they just wanted to remake him into a character that was like likable um and so they took a lot of time trying to figure out like okay what how do we want to do that and so i think maybe it was a bad choice and they were just kind of like moving on from that old shit we're going to the new shit well i Uh, i think that they're they were also trying to base uh it as a hulk story as well i think that it's not just a thor Mm, movie yeah and they were definitely doing like the planet hulk series um of the comics where Hulk basically becomes a gladiator and then becomes emperor or king or something like that. And he's in charge of an entire planet because he's just, you know, the best ever. So they were taking definitely inspiration from that. And if you're going to have a whole story about, um, you know, two different heroes that never kind of got along and now they're, you know, actually supposed to team up and, you know, a mini team up sort of movie. Um, I can totally understand why they got rid of Thor's, battle buddies ahead of time especially because they weren't really a big part of the other movies they were kind of mentioned they happened to to pop in a little bit but they were definitely side characters they weren't main characters um like hulk would be so i can i get why they're devoting more time or why they did devote more time on the trash planet for uh hulk and thor to you know figure stuff out for me it wasn't the fact that they killed him off i had no problem it was just how that whole scene went down you believe they, they should have given that 30 seconds give, like yeah. they did with Loki. Just give it a little more time so we can process the individual characters who are dying, even if they all die in the same moment. Just give the audience a little bit of time. Give him a chance to mourn the fact that his friends were all just killed. Like, it, it was never even mentioned again throughout the rest. You know, like, show the fact that Thor actually gives a damn that his best friends all just died. Because if you don't okay. show that, then you have turned him into a, a callous character. Well, your opinion has been noted and rejected, and we'll send it off to Marvel. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing I had that was weird about Ragnarok was, and I have this thing with a lot of Marvel movies, um, especially re-watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, or sorry, Volume 2. That um, was a whole nother train wreck. No, that that's actually one of Marvel's best movies. And it just is weird because when you first watch it, 
there's so much humor in there that does not need to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you force humor in, it makes it less funny. And I felt like with Ragnarok, that was yes. the exact same thing in the very yeah, beginning yeah. that turned me off, which, you know, he's spinning around in that little like chain thing. And mm-hmm. he's talking to, to the big monster that, you know, brings or yeah, brings Ragnarok. Yeah. And it's just, it's very awkward humor. And I get what they're saying. They're like, okay, no, look, this is going to be different. We're setting the tone right away. But forcing jokes never works. It felt like they were making, they were using like, like Iron Man style humor on Thor. And it's like, let Thor have his own thing. Let him be his own character. Or not so much Iron Man, although a little bit, but, um, oh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Star-Lord. Star-Lord. I'm trying to say Starscream. I'm like, no, no, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I can just imagine him as an Avenger. It felt a lot like his style as well. Like they were trying to captivate the aspects of humor that other characters we already like have. Yes. Mm. And I think they were trying to do that specifically to change what Thor was so that when it was leading into Infinity War and Endgame, it's like... We know Thor is a slightly more quirky character, especially because he has so much time with Guardians of the Galaxy in Infinity War. It makes that meld a little bit more together. I don't agree with the the humor decisions at that point. I think there was better things to do. Like one of the things that I laughed really hard for because I wasn't expecting it was in Ragnarok when Thor goes to escape the Hulk's bedroom and he throws a ball against a window and it just bounces back and hits him. It was it was so unexpected <laughs> yeah. and like funny because it's like here's Thor he's trying to have his moment and all of a sudden he just like smacks himself in the face. Mm-hmm. That's funny. To <laughs> I me. I did enjoy that moment. <laughs> yeah, but so, so much of the humor I, felt so forced that it cheapened the movie. Yeah. Well, so do you think that any of the humor that happened in Loki felt a little bit forced? Um. Yes and no. I mean, it was already established that it right from the beginning that it was going to be a little bit more quirky oddball of a story whereas i feel like with ragnarok they it was such a serious movie that i was having trouble focusing on how serious the situation was because they were so busy just hand fisting every little funny thing they could into it that's interesting. I didn't see that. I didn't see Ragnarok as a serious yeah. movie at all. I th- I thought it was a very yeah, lighthearted movie that had a little bit too much goofy humor to try and transition it from being serious movies. I was going to say, underneath all of Ragnarok's uh, humor, the I would say the story itself is pretty freaking dark. It's a dark story. <laughs> it it's very dark. It's very serious. Like, it's it one is... of the darkest and most serious of Marvel. Yeah. But yeah. Just Maybe that's why they did it. the humor. But if you're gonna if you're gonna go out of your way to change it up and say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna make Thor a darker, more intense character, or whatever, and then you you spend all that time with the story doing that, but you turn around and ruin everything you've done by Oh, let's let's temper this back a little, make it super humorous. It's like they didn't know what they wanted to do with it. They just wanted to do something different. It felt like the character and and the storyline was being pulled in too many different directions to try and remake it, and in the end it was just messy. I don't know. See, I didn't get that at all. I and maybe I'm just like not intellectual enough or whatever, but I watched that movie first of all. Thor and Loki are like some of my favorite adventures, and not just because they're hot. 
but because I genuinely like <laughs> like them and I like although okay that scene in Loki where like he where Sylvia's got the knife up against his throat I was like am I into this I don't know maybe <laughs> um anyways uh I really like the costume, the character. Like, I want to know more about Asgardians. Like, I think it's really fascinating. So, for me, I actually really enjoyed Thor 1 and 2. And then Ragnarok came along, and it was so different. I was like, wait, but I actually love this, too. I uh, really enjoy all of them. I never thought that anything was trying to be forced. Like, clearly, they were going with a different direction, but I was still like, this is fun. I like this. I, I enjoy it. And I think it makes you care more about Loki so that when his death comes it's like more dramatic because you're like no but he was changing and you know what i mean you feel more for thor yes yeah i I think not for loki not because i don't like loki but because he's died so many times that is he really dead we don't know who knows he could come back like he just and when you do that that kind of cheapens it as well but no but i'm pretty sure they they were fairly explicit in um, infinity war loki dies like that is his death Mm -hmm. he gets killed so the the thing that i found very interesting about the loki series is it is not the loki that went through the hell Mm -hmm. with uh like thor in general for ragnarok oh yeah he did not grow so it's it's an older version of him that kind of escapes and so that to me was so much more interesting of a choice because if it was the loki that died right at infinity war then we already know how he's going to act but because he's still like the trickster uh, mm-hmm. the the version before he grew we are i was personally clueless i was like oh how is he scheming what is going on here there is he learning is he growing it was just like amy said before where i really just didn't know what was going to happen because i was expecting yeah. somebody to betray somebody else which made it much more fun than if you had somebody who grew and then went to that position i don't know for me overall i I enjoy the Loki and the Thor timelines and characters more than I do Iron Man because Iron Man's terrible. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> so bad about Iron Man. Um, I just think personally, I think Iron Man's really overrated. Um, everyone's like, oh, but it's Robert Downey Jr. And you're like, and yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I get it. Uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Batman. I love Batman. Don't get me wrong. I'm about to disconnect you. Just a guy with a lot of money. I'm going to disconnect no. you. No. <laughs> I it. mean, but like, think about it. Like, I don't know. They're, they're so overrated for being just like really rich guys with a lot of money. <laughs> it's a very have, like, American you, story. You oh, you're very totally say that. Yeah. I say you can totally say that about Iron Man, but don't you dare touch my fucking Batman. Yeah. He is a badass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, I will say out of the two, I would uh, Batman every day all yeah. day. Like, yeah. Um okay, the one thing that I wanted to bring up No, was... we're not done talking about your bullshit opinion about Batman. Okay. <laughs> Batman <laughs> is the world's greatest detective. He is super, yeah. super yeah. disciplined. <laughs> and it, it, when he went into like uh oh god, I can't remember what it was. There was I'm like not no, I'm not like done. Batman. I'm not done. <laughs> when he went into uh, like a truth serum type thing, I can't remember the exact comic or whatever it was. But his answer for like who are you was not I'm Bruce Wayne. His answer was I'm Batman. He is Batman <laughs> before he is Bruce Wayne. Whereas Robert Downey Jr. as um, Tony Stark was 
Tony Stark playing Iron Man until at Endgame when he was like, no, I am Iron Man. I am not Tony Stark. So Batman has always been and always will be Batman before he is Bruce Wayne. Whereas it's the opposite Mm -hmm. for Iron Man. And that is a huge distinction that you need to understand. I would definitely agree. (laughs) That you need to understand. First of all, I'm not saying I don't like Batman. I'm just saying. I don't know. That's the words I heard come out of your mouth. (laughs) Batman gives up his whole life to exist. Or, well, Bruce Wayne gives up like everything you could be as a billionaire to exist as as Batman, right? As the secret Batman. hero. Whereas Tony Stark is um oh, genius billionaire billionaire playboy philanthropist or whatever. Like it was. Like, she's, yeah. she's more interested in like two like mythological gods than like uh, a person who like uses their brain. <laughs> yeah, I wanna know about people who don't exist. <laughs> Thank you. Uses his brain. You, were, you really <laughs> sold it there, Liam. I can't believe she's more interested in two awesome mythological gods than a person. <laughs> that uses their brain, bro. Literally Loki yeah, do I don't the use my brain. And then Thor do, or Thor do smash smash. And then you have <laughs> no, Batman no, who Thor actually don't. does tactical stuff. And he uses his brain. Um, I'm pretty sure Batman also you know? smash smashes. This is so, so true. After tactics, his... after tactics, <laughs> while Thor go in there and he just hammers <laughs> away, bro. Uh, quite often, Batman smash smash is and then stealing why what driving though, destroyed. So. Yeah, Thor's also like, okay, no, true. I'm lightning. I, I need my hammer. Now I don't need my hammer. Now I need a new weapon. Oh, and Batman's like, whatever. I'll, I'll make a new weapon. I don't care. Batman <laughs> sticks Batman. around yeah. as Bruce Wayne to like put the money into fixing the things he destroyed. Whereas Thor is just like, rainbow time, bitches, beast. Yeah, and like, exactly. zaps yeah, to yeah, another just, like, <laughs> There's a reason it's called the Bye Frost. Exactly. <laughs> I like That's that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. So, do you, in order to travel it, do you have to be bi or? No, it was more like peace out. Y'all got your own like problems. Bye bye. <laughs> no. I mean, I, you know, I think it. I'm pretty sure everyone in Asgard is bi anyway. Uh, so, yeah. probably. I love that they were like, they, he was like, oh, what are you trying to like? hang out with the ladies or or some or some princesses or princes he goes there's been a little bit of both yeah. i was like yes yeah i mean I he that. fucked a horse so like that makes sense <laughs> but like i was just glad that they like said it because literally loki will he like the the oh, horse that odin rides is loki's like daughter or something like that yeah so <laughs> classic loki <laughs> having sex with everything <laughs> no the one thing i wanted to say speaking of batman I felt like Loki is kind of the Joker of the Marvel Universe. Mm. Like, I got that vibe, especially when they were in the the void at the end of time or whatever. I was like, this feels very, like, Joker-like. I Maybe just because of, like, the way it was, like, designed. But just his character in, in general and, like, the trickery and the, like, messing with people. I was like, oh, he's kind of like the Joker of the Marvel Yeah, he is... He's chaos just for the sake of the hell of like that's just Yeah. Well that's I, what his character I, is. I think that's what the Joker is. I think Loki's motivated I mean they, they definitely explored this in the show about Oh well true. about being in power and being in charge and like getting more and more power. And that's why when he realizes like, oh, somebody's controlling all the timeline, you go, Oh, he's scheming. He be scheming. Because <laughs> he just he he does 
want power and he wants people to recognize that whereas the joker wants people to realize that there's like no systems of power just do whatever you want he is pure chaos yeah yeah he is you know a train wreck of fun (laughs) i feel like loki's more like the little finger of the marvel universe (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but you don't want to punch him as hard it's true yeah you'd rather make out with him than punch Mm -hmm. him but yes he's not like scheme 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 so i can get power like he he definitely enjoys life along the way oh yeah yeah. well but when littlefinger enjoys life he just enjoys the creepy creepy side of life (laughs) who is that little finger i don't know i don't he didn't partake though of the world he had made right no, no, but in the didn't. in the own merchandise, basically, uh, in the books, he wasn't written as a great person. Oh, I'm not saying he was a great. Person. Yeah, no, <laughs> he was a terrible yeah. person in the show. But everybody's worse in the books. Oh yeah, because the books are they're made out to be more realistic, while the shows are made out to have more villain sides and hero sides. Different, you know? yeah. People to root for others. and people to not root for. I was gonna say no one in the books is is mm-hmm. really yeah. that good. <laughs> But do you like Batman now, Amy? I listen. I'm a punch you. Yeah, so will Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my argument. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. that's a good argument. <laughs> what if someone Thank was you. like, "I don't like Batman"? Do you think he would just like punch him? He'd be like, "Not today." Uh, you'd pay him to like him. Yeah, there you go. He'd be like, "I just bought you a new house. Do you like me now, motherfucker?" No, I I think realistically but if he said that he'd reveal his identity yeah realistically batman would be like fine don't like me i'll still save you because that's the good hero he is (laughs) well that's the thing about at least the nolan (laughs) movies he's always like he's always scheming in such a way so that people hate him and hate the batman he doesn't really care like as long as he's there to save the day i don't know I, i i always feel like you know how they say like hate the sin oh. not the sinner mm. hate the batman not the bruce wayne <laughs> yeah anyway sorry you know <laughs> no <laughs> i think i'm gonna leave out that that works hate the bat not the man oh, oh that's even oh. better there you go. oh my gosh no it's hate the man not the bat. shut up you can oh. do a little bit of both it reminds me of that that one um marvel superhero nightcrawler um, speaking of which, <laughs> okay, sorry. Isn't Nightcrawler um, a mutant? Yeah, isn't no. okay. Are mutants DC or are those Marvel? Marvel, and okay. they'll probably be. But it's in it's the Phase Four stuff coming up. Yeah, it's because of uh, the Fox wow. had the rights to them, so they made all the movies 20th Century, and yeah. um, then when Disney bought Fox, now they have the x-men franchise can be sort of wrapped together in with the the marvel cinematic universe so i think they're just rebooting in general oh who was it that i i saw was in like test makeup for for wolverine i was like that's an interesting choice but okay uh to google pause pause podcast Uh, everybody listeners you gotta pause pause it until we google it hold on (sighs) 
That's not how it works. <laughs> no, that's how it works. It's like, that's not oh, how it works. Yeah. So um, I guess some people have suggested and he's seen in test makeup of Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. What? Yeah. And I th- at first I was I like, I mean, he's like, short. Hmm. But then when I thought about it, I was like, oh, yeah, he's actually a really talented actor. And he has that ability to be kind of creepy. And he has mm, the look with true. just a little like. It was just a little bit of makeup, and I I think he could actually put out like put out a very good Wolverine. Is he bulky enough? I mean, you can get bulky. Yeah. Have you seen Kamal Nanjiani? Like his transformation for the upcoming um, Marvel film, the 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 Eternals. I think he's gonna be in the Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! If you haven't seen his ripped picture, the Eternals is no. I haven't. I mean, I don't. I don't ever consume anything pop culture until I actually consume the final product. Does that make sense? This is yeah. true. Because Missy's very much a spoil-free person, so she tries not to, like, look up anything. Like, we're the ones that tell her these things, and then she's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I frequently go into a movie having absolutely no clue what actors are even going to be in it. And then as they show up on the screen, I'm like, oh, yay, it's that guy! Oh, some people are saying they want Tom Hardy as well to play. He's too old. The new Wolverine. He would have been. He would have been good ten years ago. Oh my, yeah. He is a little old. Yeah. He's definitely getting there. At least he looks physically. I guess it depends old. upon what stage this of stacks. Uh, look. Oh my gosh. What stage of Wolverine? <laughs> I was just looking at that. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Okay. Way. A little photoshopped, to be honest. So I just linked mm, a picture of I mean, Kamal. It's color graded. He uh, basically was paid to work out. And he had like a personal chef, a nutritionist, a trainer, all that sort of stuff because he was going to be in a Marvel film. They were like, here's how you eat. Here's what you're going to do. And he had to get ripped for called the Marvel diet. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's super easy. You just have everybody pay for what you're going to do and tell you what to do. And you're not allowed to eat carbs after 9 p.m. or have fun or sugar ever. (laughs) Like, you know, (laughs) but you're going to get a shit ton of money. So, yeah, I mean, if (laughs) money, if he can do that. Then Daniel Radcliffe, I'm sure, can get yeah. super no, swole. Okay, that, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. He's just really short. I mean, but I guess so is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, so. yes. And that was not a problem for the entire franchise. So. Yeah. But also, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't do a lot of acting, like fight acting out of the suit. This is true. Whereas, like with Wolverine, so they can make it taller because it's like a lot of CGI or whatever. Yeah. If Whereas, like Wolverine, it's basically. Him in a suit is him shirtless. Exactly. That is his costume. <laughs> so. Yeah, the only time you see Robert Downey Jr. in any kind of fight out of the suit, he's getting his ass kicked or he's lying on the ground. Like, it's hard to tell the height of someone when they're laid up on the ground. So, Well, a lot of times people like to, uh, or at least directors like to make people come at eye level, mm-hmm. like the whole Bane and, and, uh, Batman, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom Hardy had to wear what was it like two inch? Oh, oh yeah, like still took camera angles because yep, yeah. Christian Bale's like what like five inches taller than Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> the... oh Tom Hardy's five nine. No, Christian Bale's six. Oh really? I thought Christian Bale's six too. I don't know. I think he's more I like forget an eight, her name nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to agree with that. The female lead in Tenet, she's. Six five, yeah. I think. 
And Isaiah Washington is not that tall. (laughs) (laughs) So he had to wear like big old. They did a lot of unique camera angles with that movie to get around her height. Yeah. I still haven't finished it. I probably won't. (laughs) The movie and the music in that movie. I'll go listen to the soundtrack. Oh, that's fine. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. good. I just felt so stupid watching Mm. it. I was just like, I have no idea what's going on and I'm paying attention. So, (laughs) yeah, I I don't, I don't like feeling stupid watching a movie unless I know the movie is like, don't worry, this will pay off. But (laughs) then you feel like a detective watching it. And here I just felt like, like, I don't know, not Batman. That's how I felt when watching, um, oh shit, what is it? Missy, it's like your favorite movie. It's got the Wolverine and Christian Bale. Yes. Thank you. That's one. That's like my favorite movie. It's so good. good. Yes. It's one of the best movies ever. I haven't watched that in hot. You feel stupid kind of while you're watching it, but you're like, I know they're going to solve it. It's fine. We'll get there. And then when you go back and watch it again, (laughs) you're like, I'm still stupid, but I know things now. Oh. Right, right, guys. Um, I yeah, can't you, you are still stupid. Feeling, but <laughs> nice. Yeah, no. Procedure is really, really good. I like, I like when movies are like that, where they're you're you're trying to figure it out along with the people who are there. So you're trying to figure out, like, okay, how did they do that magic trick? How, like, yeah, what are the different options that they could have done? Blah blah blah. Whereas, like, when it's like, hey, everybody else knows what's going on except for you. Like I don't like this anymore, and that's what watching Tenet feels like. I guess that's what watching a lot of the um, superhero movies feels like for me because I don't really know much about superhero stuff except what I've seen in movies and the occasional TV show. So like you guys always know about oh well in the comics this that and the other and if you go into the extended do, universe did you know about the Thanos copter in Loki? yeah I knew about the Thanos copter in no. Loki <laughs> I was so dumb yeah it was great oh yeah, man so that was great that <laughs> <laughs> was great in in the they threw in so much from, they threw in so many things from the comics in that world yeah well they could get it's away like with it so yeah it was a perfect setting to get away with all of that. Do you want to explain the Thanos copter and not just ask? And no, not, oh. no, no. I, I actually it was <laughs> nope, not going no to. No Thanos copter. Okay. okay. Missy can Loki. be confused. Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> um. One, one of my favorite. I think the. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the one thing that drives me insane about. Um, anyway, uh, one of my superhero movies. <laughs> fuck you. One of the things that drives me insane about superhero movies is like the origin story. Like we've seen so we've had like fifteen years worth of origin stories in like TV shows and movies, and I'm so over it. Just that's like get like get out of here. Oh. I like the. That's why Spider-Man: Homecoming was so good. It was so good. It, okay, it was, but I don't know that that's why it was because they didn't good. show any origin story. They, he was just they in didn't it. they didn't show yeah. any or yeah he was just like oh how do you become Spider-Man? I got bit by a spider done that's it <laughs> that was it oh I was thinking you were thinking of the next one homecoming, no, the homecoming. wait is homecoming no. the first one yeah, yeah it's homecoming yeah. oh yeah no that was really good sorry I thought you were talking about the second one. I was like I don't I don't understand it was already established that he was Spider-Man what are you talking about I'm the dumbass. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Well, it's also because it got rebooted twice, which didn't in the multiverse. Aren't the other two Spider-Mans coming back to play Spider-Man? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm it's pretty no sure. Of, mm-hmm. 
bad. Yeah, it's it's like almost confirmed, but like a really bad kept secret that um, <laughs> that they're going to merge all of the Spider-Man movie universes into the Marvel Spider-Man. Um, uh, I didn't yeah, with Tom that. Holland. Oh, oops! Way, way to ruin that for me. Oops! You had to be along on the ride. Sorry, Melissa. Missy, you hate Spider-Man. Yeah, you hate Spider-Man. You're gonna watch it. Because apparently, isn't Doc Ock the next? He's the. It's the yeah, it's, it's the original yeah, it's, I heard actor he's, for Doc Ock. The ra- original back. actor is coming back as Doc Ock. I don't that's know if the he's guy coming with the metal back. Arms, like, right? Yes. Uh, yes. That's you like did a, it. I'm so proud. It's like the fan favorite. Yeah. So that makes yeah. sense. It's gonna get people back, back into it. I, he's such a cool villain. What about Big Wheel? Big Wheel. Big Wheel. Big Wheel. The Big Wheel might be in it. It's a Spider-Man villain. Oh yeah, it's the dumbest hey, villain. You're an idiot. You're oh. an idiot. If he yeah. is, I will buy you one chocolate. That sounds good. <laughs> what kind? But like a chocolate chip or like a chocolate bar. You gotta establish no, this. one chocolate. No, I don't want a top ten list. Top ten list of chocolate. Oh no 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 Spider-Man villains. Because there's a lot of fucking stupid ones. Have there you ever a seen the Batman stupid... universe? The, yeah. the I mean, about... Calendar Man yeah. is great. My, okay. the, my favorite, okay, I, I think, well, no, a few of you guys know what I'm talking about when I say <laughs> yes. the Star Kid musicals. <laughs> the holy musical Batman did it oh, such a, so they good. did so... Oh, so they were like, oh. they're like, yeah, stupid villain, dumb theme, crappy puns. They're like, yeah, sweet Joker, dude. stupid villain, dumb theme, <laughs> crappy puns. Like, like they just kept going on and on. And then like when they had got all of the villains together, and it was just like a pun off, pretty much. Oh my gosh, that that killed me. That was great. So good. They're Two Face. They're, they're writing is so good. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Two Face. Oh my guys, I'm gonna rob the the second National Bank of Gotham of all their two dollar bills. Deuces. Like, it's so stupid, but they. I feel like they. Really, and everyone's like, "Oh, Two Face, gosh, no. go away." No, but I I really enjoyed like how much they love Batman, so they could just bring down all of their villains and how shitty they yeah. all are. Alright, just to... Alright, here we go. This is... <laughs> this is a list called Foes of Lesser Renown that were originated in the amazing Spider-Man. There's Tinkerer, there's Living Brain, there's B- <laughs> there's Big Man, there's Crime Master, Molten Man, there's Looter, Robot Master, slash Gaunt, The Finisher, Man Mountain Ma- Marco Silverman Prowler. Oh, I mean, Prowler. We all know that Prowler pretty good. Kangaroo. He's just called Kangaroo. All right, let's see backstories on that. Um, have you heard of Godzilla's nemesis? Space Godzilla. Oh, Space Godzilla <laughs> is great. Holy shit. I forgot about Godzilla. <laughs> Why do they so have to be awesome. so late? Why does like stories that have continuations? Right? Ooh, Why are they always so lame? Like the villains, I mean. I, I well, know. you can only have so many epic, amazing, great characters 
before it takes something away from how epic and amazing and great they are. You have to have some crappy ones in between to make them even better. Now, I so, all right, a good villain, which we've already slightly talked about, but a good villain also needs to be a reflection of some aspect of the hero. And you have to see how the the villain is the opposite of um, what the hero is. And if you are kind of running out of material for the hero, then you just put in bad villains to try and be like, all right, well, here's kind of something different that he has to overcome now or she has to overcome. And, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's if you're just straight up like coming up with really crappy villains Either it was a terrible cash grab like Spider-Man originally was. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, it's it's uh, you've run out of material for your actual hero. You need to, to make a new story. So if you keep continuing with the same hero, but you've kind of explored as many aspects of that hero as you can, then you also can't explore something for them to fight. A lot of times, a lot of this stuff was also made for, like, kids. So you wind up with all these really dumb, crappy yeah, kids. <laughs> characters that you just throw on there for kids but then it becomes part of a greater universe and now you're stuck with all these characters yeah it's very true yeah true yeah and instead of abandoning them and pretending like nah none of that happened just look the other way they're like but guys what (laughs) if we ham fist in the calculator i like calculations no no calculator man here's another villain from the spider-man universe (laughs) that was really bad it's the foreigner Foreigner. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh boy. Who was that written by? It was not written by uh, our beloved man, that's for sure. Let me scroll up. Kirby? Let me find it again. Kirby or Stanley? Actually, no, Stanley made um, Spider Man through and through, not Kirby. I I will say as far as to bring it back to Loki for a second. Chris Keating. Um, I really enjoyed that they had all the different versions of Loki because he appears in so many different storylines. Even, I believe, DC storylines. And you're like, why, the f- why are you here? And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> so it's to me, I think that that's like, I don't know, that's funny that they had all the different um, Lokis in the void because it was like cool to be able to see like the different weird comic book versions of himself. Yeah, well, that part was fun, for sure. There, there was a reboot of the Thor comics where uh, it was a gender-bent version, and I believe both mm. Thor and Loki were uh, female. And I remember reading the first couple episodes of that, uh, or first couple you know, comics, and um, like I was like, oh, this is such a great idea. And when they did did that in the loki tv show i was like oh i hope it's a female loki i really do because that would be (laughs) so cool is a like nod to the comics saying you know hey here's here's a whole which i think got shit on right because they're like loki and thor can't be females gross you're like no i haven't heard anybody shit on it i'm pretty sure it was like a pretty big thing because it's just because they got gender bent I think it was right around the time that they were doing like the Miles Morales comics as well for Spider-Man. And it was, you know, a bunch of like fragile people going, oh, no, they're changing things. It can't be changed ever. And that was the people (laughs) who pushed back. But I think the majority of people were like, "Okay, cool. So unfortunately, sometimes those fragile people are the most vocal. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, though, for uh, the Miles Morales, like 
video game that came out, the composer m- mixes a lot of what Miles Morales would listen to in the game into his music, and I fucking love that music. Hmm. It is so good. Like that is one of the better video game soundtracks I've listened to. I mean, not to make everyone listen to it, but I am going to. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll check it out. I, I really yeah. liked um, Into the Spider Verse. I thought not only was so the animation that, on that but... so great, oh. but is it's that... an origin story. But it's a really good one because it's different. You know, is it on Disney? Uh, no, because that's Sony. I think oh. it was on Netflix last time okay. I saw it. I don't know. It's probably on Pirate Bay. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. No. No, no, no. He said, he said it. We got to go check it out. Doesn't even use Pirate Bay anymore. Actually, don't answer I'm, that. I'm sure. <laughs> I, so I think that what happened is when Netflix started like streaming online, pirating stuff went way down because all of a sudden it was really easy to get a lot of content. And as more and more places have opened up and the content has been segmented into different you have to get HBO and you have to get Disney and you have to get Peacock and CBS and Netflix and Hulu and Apple TV. And should I go on or, you know, it's <laughs> no, please no. No, yeah. we're good. It's the, that thing is, OK, now I could have had one spot to get all this content and now I have to spend a hundred dollars a month and I'm basically just having a cable bill and the stuff that I was originally getting wasn't even on there anymore because it's been like pushed off to so many different spots. So I think pirating is back on the rise because people are having a difficult time trying to get the stuff that they really want to watch as opposed to all the original content, which is what most of these places are pushing. Yeah, I mean, I know that I've cut down on what I, I've i purchased as far as like streaming wise goes because I realistically, I'm like, okay, if I'm only using this app for like once or twice a month, if that, then I don't really need it. and And you know, since I share it with all of you guys, like if you guys are also not really using it, like if you guys are still using it, I'd be like, okay, yeah, then I'll, I'll keep it. I probably would have gotten rid of Netflix like a long time ago if it wasn't for the fact that like all of us use it so much. <laughs> yeah. It's mom, dad's like main source of TV. <laughs> yeah, I know. So yeah. like, I, I, you know, like I obviously like that's one I'm, I'm going to keep. And because, uh, you know, HBO has been pumping out like, blockbusters and stuff and i think that they have some really good stuff on there um you know i'm still keeping that one but hbo is like, also making deals with various franchises to get their content oh yeah yeah well and it's just it's nice to it's nice to have something to watch but having all yeah all of them all at the same time it's like okay i can save a lot of money by not by only doing a few and like maybe once in a while i'll go back like there's a tv show that is apparently that i like it's going to be based off of a book series i really enjoy I should say, I don't like the TV show yet. I haven't seen it. I don't know. But once that comes out, it's coming out on Hulu. So I'll probably get Hulu again, that kind of vibe. But for right now, I'm not really using Hulu. I, I used it to watch Survivor. And then there's not even the full Survivor on there. So it was kind of pointless. <laughs> I find myself just, I don't have time to watch a bunch of stuff. So yeah. when I do want to watch something, I, I either want it to be something semi-familiar or I want it to be something new and interesting. Um, mm. And I think that Loki kind of did that for me. It, it, it was in that gap of here's something familiar you used to. You don't have to go search. You know it's going to be quality because it's Marvel. Uh, but at the same time, it's a different storyline from it. 
I haven't personally opened Netflix in like well over a year because I've just, there's just junk on there all the time. Yeah. Um, I know Aaron's watched the entire Netflix catalog by this point. Um, <laughs> so she You're has welcome, to like Aaron. keep going back. She like, she's looking for more documentaries about like planet earth type stuff yeah. because oh. she's just run out of them. <laughs> like she's <laughs> looked on prime and Netflix and everywhere and just cannot find more like nature or space documentaries because you know, it's gone, but you know, well, I guess if that's the person keeping Netflix alive then good job. <laughs> well, you know, like for me, a lot from what I understand, most people will watch a thing once and they've enjoyed it and they moved on. For me, I tend to watch things several times. So I watch less content, but I rewatch it to absorb more of it and just because I enjoy it, you know? So, mm-hmm. let me see how many times you've seen any of the Star Trek TV shows. Um, <laughs> on Netflix? <laughs> uh, I've seen I was, them it was rhetorical. I was just making fun of you because you've seen them so many times. Twice on Netflix. Twice? Yeah. Really? I thought it was more than that. No, I've only watched them twice on Netflix. I've seen Star Trek Voyager five times through, I think. One of those was while it was airing? Yeah, I mean. Actually, I watched it twice while it was airing, now that I think about it. So maybe six times through. But, (laughs) um... Yeah, I I like to rewatch content that I've really enjoyed. So many of the shows I've watched on Netflix, I've watched several times. (laughs) We'll we'll leave it there. Uh... (laughs) But if I like it, I like it, you know? So I think Netflix is definitely pushing a lot of the anime that comes on there because anime is super cheap comparative to these live action shows. Mm. And a lot of people love anime and it's popular and it's like they can pump out way more content with anime than they can with uh, live action. So Well, you say that. And then like, because unfortunately, a lot of like the the anime will come from japan and so it airs in japan first and that like they have to make it and then it airs in japan and then you have to wait until it's available for the u.s which like Crunchyroll is is like a streaming app dedicated to anime and so there is a lot of anime there but even like series that you know my roommate and i watched two years ago we're still waiting on a sequel because like having to like hand draw everything but some of these series like okay for example i watched death note Death Note is freaking drawn brilliantly. Anytime that instead of animating a character's face, uh, literally they would just like, they would have a still image and then that image would pan up, but they were doing it in such like a, a really nice way that it looked like just a camera was moving up and you were just seeing more and more of the background. True. Like they're, they, in anime, you're always finding ways to Oh, animate around corners. your budget yeah oh no yeah. absolutely but, to but I, the content the anime oh, yeah. is really nice because it is getting a lot more popular especially in the u.s a lot more like mainstream i just don't think it pumps out as they they pump out a lot of stuff kind of like what netflix does where they pump out a season like a bunch of first seasons of shows see what sticks and then maybe they'll get a second season whereas like a lot of anime is like one season only sometimes mm-hmm. two and like that's it so there's a lot of content being i guess produced but not a lot of sequels being produced which is like so frustrating <laughs> i you know i I, I kind of feel you on that and i kind of don't i think that British TV oftentimes does a really great thing where they will have like 
six or seven episodes per season and they'll do two seasons and the show's done. And I really enjoy that because it doesn't overstay its welcome. And it shows you kind of like, hey, here's a story we're going to tell. We're not going to go a little bit further. And it usually the, the, the shows that you really love end at the peak of that show. And you go, oh, man, I want more. And I think you should kind of leave an audience wanting more as opposed to getting on like the drag out death rattle of beating a cash cow to death. So like American TV shows. Yes, exactly. 24 episodes a season, 19 seasons. Yeah. There's so many. Choose Supernatural. Yeah. There's so many TV shows out, especially for American TV, where they're just like, whatever, we're going to just keep producing it. Netflix is definitely the opposite because I I know after season two, they usually don't renew shows unless they are extremely popular because uh, after on the third season, there's contract renegotiations for everybody involved in that show so it becomes incredibly more expensive to produce so they just don't care so netflix's model is let's just put out something to see if we're going to make a second season just to be popular and they don't really i can't speak specifically for them but they're not looking to make the best quality thing that they can for the short period of time they're looking to see what sticks to attract people whereas um a lot of other uh, places that especially like bbc content is just like let's just make something good and i think i'd rather have more short good content than a bunch of content to find out if it possibly gets a sequel well cool mike that's a um i totally understand what you're saying i think that kind of wraps up everything we really wanted to talk about uh today um mike did you want to give everybody an update on the cursing tree uh, yep, we are about to start audio production of it. So we are in phase two, which is great. Um, so I'll be looking for that within the next, uh, you know, seven or eight years by the time we actually finish it. <laughs> well, awesome. I think that that kind of uh, wraps up everything that uh, we wanted to get through today. Um, thank you so much for joining us today, guys. We really appreciate you using your time to listen to us goons. And we uh, hope you enjoyed all the shenanigans. Uh, if you want to reach us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit, we are 1L2N Productions, and we'd love to hear from you. And if you like what we're doing and you want to help show your support for what we're doing, you can head over to our Patreon. The last word of the day goes to me. I'm going to take it away. Um, the last word is that I actually do love Batman. Iron Man's the worst, and you can't change your mind. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>